0: This is the Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast.
1: G'day, Sean McManus here. On February 24, I'm doing my first ever solo swim in this year's Rotto Swim. It's a 19.7K open water swim from Cot Beach to Rottnest Island. That's, of course, if you go on a straight line. This is my road to Rottnest. Seanie Mac. Ross. Ro- road to Rottnest. We've got a lot.
0: <laughs> a lot. So this is obviously pegged to be the the episode where we go through the whole race and how you felt and the the victory of it all and the satisfaction but as we know that that wasn't the case and there there, I feel like there is a bit of a happy ending to this we'll get well hopefully we'll get to that in a sec but let's let's just go through it let's go through race day from Sean McManus's perspective well I got up
1: um, I didn't sleep too badly. Can I say the the two days leading up to it, I felt like I was getting sick, oh. and um, one of my kids in my house uh had a bit of a head cold, and I think maybe Ross, they're putting the pressure on myself to be able to deliver, and again, because I'm a novice, I don't know what was ahead of me, and I know a lot of people saying, you smash it, you'll do this, and you know, I love it, and blah blah blah, and you'll be absolutely fine. It was the unknown. So anyway, leading up to those days, w- the Thursday when I came in here to work, I honestly thought that's it. I'm I've got this fucking flu. Mm. I'm gone. I mm. felt so shit house. But I think it was the worry, yeah, anxiety, yeah, stress. Yep. Um, as it turns out, though, Friday my friends came over and we found ourselves pretty busy. I was worried that I was too busy. Mm. And uh, eventually, when I went to bed and woke up Saturday morning, I woke up. I don't know, whatever time, I wake up about three and I knew I wasn't sick. That's good. So in my mind, okay, I'm okay for this. Yep. And then I eventually got out of bed, I think at four, started stretching and it was all going, my household, everyone was getting ready. Yep. We were packed, we were ready to go. I was just getting all my um, food and, and drinks ready. Just final instructions. Put on my swimsuit, which was like um, putting on a superhero's outfit, I'd imagine. I saw the photo of you with Roger Cook. Looked very yeah. fitting. Yeah, it was. It was bloody. It took, took a while to get on, actually. Bloody tight as all get up. <laughs> and, yeah, it got down there, and it became super real. Yeah. Super on, real. On the sand, is it still dark at this stage? Yeah, it's pretty dark. And I was standing around with a lot of the people from my swim club, the Positive Swim Club, and they are all laughing. The experienced swimmers were, and I think a, a few others were too. They were laughing and being real jovial, and I was just, you know, I was shit myself. Yeah, you yeah. would have
0: been. I imagine you would have been in your head because
1: this is the moment what this six it.
0: months plus training has yep. come to.
1: Yep. But but knowing that as soon as we get down there, it's just on. I've just got to go and I've got to put it all um, um, out of my head. So uh, yeah, it, it's it's really stressful. Yeah, stressful.
0: Yeah, well it's the game day. All right, so what then the siren or something goes.
1: Yeah, the first the first group went off. I was in the second group. My friend Pete who was my paddler, he couldn't find me. Mm. Um so he I I was drifting around in the water for quite some time. Are you and- so you're
0: stationary?
1: Or are you still swimming? Oh, so no, bob- I, sw- I swam to it th- and I just couldn't find him, right? So I kept swimming with the pack a little bit and then I'd stop, swim a little more and then he was nowhere to be seen. So I was kind of breaststroking a bit and I was calling out to the safety crafts that are around and this one came over and these guys came over in a rubber duck. I said, I can't find my kayak. Um, and uh, there was another uh, lady who was kayaking who was... Um, uh, part of our swim squad, actually, she was looking after someone else she was trying to help me too. Yep. They were yelling out to my friend in yep. the, you know, just in the middle of the ocean.
0: And he was just looking for the wrong group because you said you're yeah. in the second wave. He saw two waves in the first wave because they yeah, kind of split and he was yeah looking for you in the wrong pack.
1: Yeah, he did. He did. So he ended up uh, a, a lot further out, but I thought he must have been a lot further in. So eventually I saw the boat that that I was with and I was waved my arms like, you know, I was drowning really. I was yep. just going, I was making as much noise as I could and swimming towards them, waved my arms again till they spotted me. And then I was able to get uh, to them and said, look, I don't know where Pete is. I've got no idea. And we kind of fluffed around. I said, what do I do? And i swam a little bit more and they said, we'll keep looking for him, put a mm. call out in the radio. And eventually he, um, he came to me. I was pretty calm in that situation because I knew – There's nothing I could do. We're going to, hopefully we'll find him soon. I guess the only thing I was thinking, geez, I've lost so much time. Um, but I was calm knowing that I've got to still swim. It doesn't Mm. matter when Mm. he gets here, we're off and we're going to keep swimming.
0: And what were the conditions like at this point?
1: Yeah, I felt that they were really ugly, but at that stage I'd zoned in and I wasn't really concerned. I was in the water. I had to deal with it and I just had to um, concentrate on what I was doing, which the first port of call was swimming 30 minutes before I had a break and had a drink.
0: So you're just thinking little steps like we heard uh, from some of our guests on the podcast. Yeah. Little steps rather than thinking 19.8Ks.
1: Well, I kept saying to myself, stay in the moment, stay in the moment constantly. Um And then there was a whole, it's just amazing how many things go through your mind because you've got to fill that 30 minutes till you stop. Mm. And and um, I'm seeing a lot of people's faces, uh, uh, work colleagues, family and friends who have supported me, all these different messages that I've got along the journey with in people's support. Yeah, That's you're nice. saying it over and over. My cousin Luke had sent me a message the night before, which I saw, and um, also uh, read it in the morning just over again, and that was, um, there's no p- in the hall of fame. <laughs> And you don't get you, you don't get um you don't get the RCS number plates for being being soft.
0: Yeah, all right. I think okay. That's that's uh, much different. My text to you was more like win win, lose or draw. I love you, Sean. He got you back. Yeah. Whereas you needed to hear so you reread <laughs>
1: something like that. There's no pussies in the hall of fame. I kept thinking about that the whole time. Oh, jeez. And uh, yeah, and there was just moments, you know. There was, um, Kindman was always, you know, once you're in it, you'll never regret it. Just got to keep your head down, keep staying with it. Uh, uh, another guy who's helped me a lot with my swim stroke, Paul. He was, he was telling me. He, he would say stuff like, you've got to become a diesel engine, be a diesel. I just kept saying, there's little pointers that can kind of bring you back down mm. to, Because at the time, Ross, you, you're so far out. And, you know, we talked about the sharks at some stage. And that's obviously something that's always going to be in your mind. But to distract you as much as possible from what's happening, you really have to think about these other keys and these other pointers. Am, is my ha- hand going in the ocean mm-hmm. um, the right way? Uh, am I getting a strong stroke in? Am I being soft? What's happening at the end? I, I want. I'm not going to disappoint Ross. You know, he sent me a message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the all the rest of it. The Nathan, Matt, and Sean podcast. All right. So
0: you go gone for a while. Were you swallowing water? How'd you go with your first 30 minutes? Yeah. Did I you think, feel I, the
1: conditions changing? There was a couple of times when I did. Um, I went through a couple of big swells. I didn't know. I knew they were big because I just went up, and I remember swearing. Uh, my um, paddler at the time was like, "Are you right?" I said, "Yeah." I, I, I said, "Yeah, it's." F- swell because yeah. I just went right out. There was a number of times where I could only get three or four strokes in, and then I was just kicking because I couldn't even throw my arms up because the swell was going high. Yeah. But all that said, I wasn't actually looking too much ahead. It was difficult to have a drink at times. I was swallowing water a lot. Yeah. Okay. So I just kind of tried to get on my. I faced away. I I faced. Back to um, the land, back to Cottesloe, mm-hmm. and I was trying to drink drink that way. In fact, I had these little bottles made up. They were two hundred and fifty mils, which I was trying to drink. Yep. But I end up discarding them and having a proper big aid that we'd have because they have those um, squeezy squeezy ends on them, so yeah, okay, I could yeah. just suck them in and and stop taking the water.
0: And were at any stage, you can were you aware that the conditions are getting rough, or any stage you're like oh this because obviously we know it gets called off, but yeah. did you think anything like that before it happened?
1: No. Okay. All right. So uh, that... I can't say that I didn't dream of this. It was going <laughs> to end very shortly. I'd be lying if I said no, yeah.
0: Let's just go to the point where before they pulled you out, before you knew it was getting cancelled, where were you at mindset-wise and how far in were you? So what, you were you yeah, around cool. 8 k's
1: or so? No, so I got to, uh, it was It was um, nearly 92 k's. I'd swum, and I asked, I said to my mate, Chucky, how um how far have I got? And he said, "Uh, you yeah, about nine point two, I think it was." And I was swimming for half an hour breaks, and I remember going, "Okay, well, half an hour, I'm going to be closer to the eleven k mark." Mm-hmm. So I had me drink, and I just took off, and I can't remember how long I swam for—maybe twenty minutes. Um, and then, um, at this my, sorry, just yep. interrupt. at this stage, you th- you you like, I can do this? Yeah, I, but I was staying. I can do this. I think that was going to get closer to once I got to 12 to 14. I think that I would have got stronger and stronger in my mind. Yep. At that stage, all I was trying to do is stay with the 30-minute 30, 30 block. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is make another 30 minutes. Yep. Then I get to stop down. We have a chat, have a quick drink, and then I'm going to go again for 30 minutes. Yep. Um, so I wasn't really thinking that far ahead. But once we started the 30 minutes and we and however long I swam for, and then we make Jimmy... Um, out of nowhere, he just tackled me in the water. So he jumped in, really, to grab me, and I because I couldn't hear. You're so if, if I couldn't hear, so the paddlers and that yelling at me wouldn't have made a difference. And he just said, "You're done," and I and I was really shocked. I
0: was like, "No, I'm going better than that, mate. I'm going
1: okay." So you thought he was just trying to stop you? Yeah, there's nothing got bad going on. Yeah, or... and uh, he said, "No, the, it's it's been called off unless you've got to the 14k mark." And then I was like. F- I've swum too slow. I was really, oh, no, I've swum too slow. You're kidding me. Mm. And I was feeling embarrassed. You know, there was a bit of embarrassment far out. But um, by the time I got back into the boat, the um, no, the realisation that everyone had stopped and everyone had been pulled out and the race was over. That, that was relief.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, a bit of relief. Explain your mental thoughts in that moment.
1: Well, that means that I didn't give up. Because yeah, okay. if everyone had stopped, then no one be- beat me and I didn't lose to the event.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be proud of what you did. And were you feeling disappointment that it was cancelled or what, what, what else has gone through your head?
1: Oh, it's a real tough one. I, I was thinking, oh my God, I haven't achieved what I set out to achieve. And there, And I don't know if other people admit this, but there's a pro- bit of your mind and stuff going, thank God, that's, that's over. Yeah. And you didn't have to see what it's all about. Yeah. Now I go back to the stage where... I don't know what I'm made of when I get to 12 Ks. How am I going to react when I get to 14 Ks? I'm convinced once I get to 16 or 17 Ks, then there will be a different person and that will be a really positive person. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, from where I was to getting to that spot, how, how, how was I going to perform? How was I going to react? How was I going to keep myself on task? That's the part that still worries me, I guess.
0: All right. And the solution to having a cancelled Roto swim, what's the plan now, Sean?
1: Well, the Port-to-Pub's coming up, and it's some three weekends time. And at no stage after the race was I really thinking, am I going to swim this solo? Because I'm really, really keen to stay with my mates from footy. We, we race against the West Coast Eagles in the Port-to-Pub every year. Yep. It's and a it's tradition you guys do. Yeah, it's yeah. a tradi- tradition, and it's really great fun, and you're sharing with all these people. And four of you, team of four
0: or something We like actually
1: that. do six now, oh, yeah, with the guys, which easy. is fantastic. Yeah, so I was really looking forward to that. And as the night went on, and as... The next day came around, Everyone saying, if you don't do it in three weeks time, you're going to have to wait a whole year yeah. and you're going to have to train for another six months. So you're going to have to train six months instead of three weeks. And the reality is I'd probably train more.
0: Yeah. And you're at, I mean, you, you're in the condition that you needed to be at that stage. So it seems from an outsider, like a, a logical decision, if you're going to do it. That's the time.
1: Yeah. So last night about four o'clock I got on and I registered, paid the nearly 400 bucks to register.
0: Kindly didn't give you a discount.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need to. She looks after me in all the ways possible um, with swimming lessons all the time. So I'm very grateful to Connie, but I, uh, I did ring her and she said, mate, if you're ever going to do it, you got to do it now. Yeah, You got to because you procrastinate. Um, it'll go by because you, the other thing is you don't know what you're going to be like next year. Are you going to be injured? Are you gonna still be kicking? Because some people's lives change in dramatically in inside of weeks and years and months. Yep. Um, here's an opportunity for you to uh, take it back on, and I've done that. I'm still, uh, I'm still nervous. Mm. I know it's the right de- decision, Ross, but I, I, yeah, it was tough to, it's tough to fill out the form, mate.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you did this because I feel like I've come on this journey with you, and I want to see you hit that. That goal you've achieved, uh, you set out to achieve, and the Road to Rotness podcast will continue. Yeah, let's do it for another couple of weeks. Shawnee Mac, thank you. Get on your Oscar cheers. Nathan, Nat, and Sean is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to
1: novapodcasts.com.au. Nova.